Oh, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of your new favorite podcast, Golf is Ruining My Life, uh, with your favorite hosts called Tom, me, Tom Green, and this guy, little old Tom Price. Tiny little Tom Price, very much the, um, I guess you're a kind of blue winter tea size, and I'm one of the orange ones. I guess, in terms of our physical stature. Does that help people to, to picture us, do you think? Visualising us via the medium of tees? He's taller than me, guys. That's what he's <laughs> try- <laughs> trying to get out there. You're six, what are you? Six foot something? Uh, six three, yeah. I think that's yeah. why I'm good at golf. That's why I was good as a kid, because I just sort of lifted up the club high and just whacked it down. Um, uh, on the winter tees, we're nearly <laughs> off the mats now, thank God. We've been on... We've been on the mats for what feels like really, six and a half years. You really struggled to get that sentence out then, didn't I know, you? I know, we- I did. We- it, was a long, it was a long way around. Um, yes, we're off mats. When, yeah. Oh, the, well, we, kind of, we are still off the mats, but we're nearly off the mats, if you know what I mean. Um, hate, hate them. Hate the mats. It's the most... Is there anything more depressing? And luckily, we're at the other end of the scale at the moment. Uh, but any Southern Hemisphere listeners... Big love to you guys, because you'll be doing this soon. Uh, is there anything more depressing than switching the season when it veers away from golf and you have the bits of rope appear and the mats appear and maybe the odd temporary green? Isn't it awful? God, it's depressing. I mean, I can sort of live with temporary tees. I'm like, okay, I get it. The temporary green is probably the most depressing sentence. In <laughs> Like, I've shot, so we spoke last week about like best rounds. Yeah. I had a round, right? in winter this year where after 16 holes i was like two over but it was temporary greens with giant holes so i'm yeah. like that doesn't count no it doesn't mean anything man it doesn't mean anything it's just pointless but yeah. it does make what it does make though is when you remove the temporary tees and you go back to the grass oh. tees yes it makes your average golf course feel like augusta like yeah. playing the first at our place muswell hill and being able to play off the grass on the first all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, are we professionals? Yeah. And and that's when you have to get a brand new ball out. And we spoke about this last week. You know, the, the brand new uh, Pro V1X, if you please. Mm. It, a, a gleaming, I think the, the danger is a gleaming ball on the first tee. It attracts the attention of uh, of fate. Fate sees that and thinks, I'm going to screw this guy up because he's got, he. It's, it catches his eye if he sees a brand new ball. But... When you're on a brand new grass tee like that, oh, yeah. tea, on a proper wooden peg tee. So going back to my original premise of this, when you're off the mats and you've got the horrible plastic tees, you've got the, 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 red, yeah. the red ones are tiny, then you've got blue, right? So the yeah. blues are about, I don't know, an inch, half an inch maybe. Uh, and then you've got orange. And then, is it yellow that are just massive? Yellow is like basically head height. I feel like there's a white in there somewhere. Oh yeah, white are big as well. What do you what do you drive for your driver on the mats when you're using those plastic tees? Funny you say that. I've changed this year. I changed halfway through the year. Did so you? for the first half of the year, I was yellow. But this is the thing. I feel like different different tea makes have different colours because I was using the mm. yellow, but it was tiny. Ooh. So I was using a tiny yellow. And big then yellow. Yeah. And then I started trying to put the ball more to the front of my stance, more off my left leg, and then lean back a little bit. I basically try, I've tried to commit to my driver a bit more and not be scared about flying at OB, which was that technique of kind of calming my game down is what took me from like 14 to 10. 
because I wasn't, I wasn't losing so much. But the step to single figures now, I need to start trusting my ability a bit more and hitting longer and committing. So because of that, I've pulled out the white tees, the bigger tees, Hello. straight at the front of the stance. I'm giving yep. it a big old swing yep. and committing to it. That's where I'm at right now. I just feel my mm. word for 2022 is commitment. Nice. No, I like that. Commit to the shop. Uh, and also... You've, now you've got that up and running. What you need to do is you need to, having watched your game as well, if you want to get from that sort of 10, 11, 12 handicap down to like a 6, 7, 8 handicap, you need to get Guys, good. Guys, don't you all love it when your mate gives you advice? This yeah, is, yeah, here this we is go. Here I we do. go. Here's well, non-professional Tom Price yeah. giving well, me another non-professional advice. Well, can I just be clear? Non-professional yet, right? <laughs> yeah. The it's, tour's calling. The tour. I'm going to get my card pretty soon, but you've got to get good from 100 yards in. That's what you've got to do. Yeah, no, I it's know. Not really advice. Po- I'm just pointing out your. Fl- Mate, I'm not offering you advice. I'm just pointing out your flaws. It's a completely different thing. Does anyone mind if I got a beer right now? Oh, I think that's a great idea. I'm gonna get a beer. You can just chat, chat to the listener, and I'm gonna Fine. get a beer. Okay. I, I could probably. I, in fact, I've got my headphones in. I'll still hear what you're okay, saying. Okay. Well, no, so here's, here's what I'm gonna do. Don't uh, slag me off. Take your headphones off, right? And I will tell the listeners what I think your flaws and golf are. And then when you come back, say what you think your flaws and golf are. Okay. So headphones off, go and get yourself a beer. Oh, that's really good. Okay. I like what you've done yeah. there. This would be a good time to go to an ad break, but we're like four minutes in. So can't, can't do us yet. Can't do us yet, mate. We what? could do an early ad break. Uh, what, uh, what beer are you getting, mate? Uh, uh, you, this this isn't going to make me look good. Mm. Um, I'm in my northern base again, and yeah. all I've got in the in the fridge is Foster's. I don't know. It's like oh, the worst gosh. beer. It's like the, literally the worst beer. Why would I even buy it? I don't know. Was it on offer? I don't even think it was. We just lost eight listeners, mate. That is eight, <laughs> 80% of our listeners just left, for God's sake. Right, go and get yourself a Foster's, and I'm going to point out your game flaws, and then when you come back, we'll see if you agree. You know what's worse about this? Mm-hmm. I think if I'd had my choice of beer right now, I think we still would have lost listeners. <laughs> my choice of beer, right? And this is my favourite beer in the whole world, and it just tastes unbelievable. In fact, guess, Tom, what is it? What's my beer uh, of choice? You've got... Uh, it's it's going to be some sort of pale ale scenario, isn't it? It's, it's, no. Uh, no. Oh, it's your beer of choice. No. Um, uh, I would say like a brew dog. My beer of choice. And mm. um, because it was the beer that I drunk when I was like 16, 17, oh. um, is a Stella Artois. Mm. Oh, I love Estella. Oh, it's, I love Estella so much. It's a great beer. It's a great it halfway. It's a great halfway hut beer. They do bottles of Estella in the halfway hut at, yeah. at Muswell Hill. You get Estella and an ice cream. Yeah, a little bit of sugar. <laughs> a little bit of party in a bottle. Yeah. It works so well. Right, go and get yourself your Foster's. Sorry. And I'm, and I'm going to point out the three flaws that I think you've got on your golf game. Okay, well, right. just admin point. I'm going to have to disconnect my headphones with this. So this could cause major admin issues when I come back. But I'm okay. going to go... Okay, bye. Thoughts and press. So I would say floor number one for Tom Green uh, is that he is too erratic with his driving still. He's not consistent enough with his driving. Floor number two is his uh, chipping. He needs to get up and down more often. And floor number three, he's better than he thinks he is. He doesn't realise it yet. That's what he still thinks he's in. Now, I'm back, but I can't hear you now. Okay, fine. Great, great, great. I've done them. I've Uh, done all three. I knew this was a bad idea. This is a bad idea. You're going to love this. This is great. So your three... Hold on. The three flaws in your golf. Oh, hold game. on. I'd press the wrong button. I'm back. Can you? Back. There I've just there spoken is. all over you. Sorry. No, no. All fine, mate. All fine. Absolutely lovely. You know, that's that's great. Speak all over me. It's very organic. This is a podcast. We're not on Hits Radio now, mate. You can do what you like. <laughs> ready? Are you ready for this, by the way? Here it goes. Oh. <laughs> so Foster's, yeah, my guy. It's not the same because I know it's a Foster's. Aussie piss. That's yeah, what they exactly. say. <laughs> that's what they say. 
Australians won't drink it. I've got a lot of family in Australia and they slag it off. They're all having Castle Mine Forex. Don't know what that means. Oh, mate. Castle Mine Forex. Oh, in fact, no, I do. Is that is that the one with the four on? Uh, maybe. No. I don't know. There was just a very famous advertising campaign years ago. Australians wouldn't give a Castle Mine Forex for anything else. It's a long time. I know. Ago. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. So you've got your you've got your can of Aussie uh, pee in a yeah in front of you. Um, and uh, what are the three <laughs> flaws that I have pointed out in your golf game, Tom Green? Okay. So I think I think my putting's pretty shoddy, and I think if I looked into the stats, and I'm not a stat guy, but I think if I did putting stats, I think it would be shockingly bad. I three put so much. So. I think putting. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- and I know what you think of my game. So I think you you said this recently, 100 yards in mm-hmm. or 150 yards in. Apparently it's 150 you should be good at from 150 mm-hmm. yards in. But 150, mm-hmm. 100 yards in. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I miss greens from that distance, which is just like an absolute no-no. And that would really help my game if I didn't do that. So putting 150 yards in, and i think yeah i think i mean i could be a little bit straighter off the tee but i, I don't think you'd have okay. said that but okay. yeah okay let's say let's so you've put that got uh you've got one right okay you've Which got one, one right 150 yards in uh, straight off the tee mate straight off the tee you're oh. too you're too you hit a beautiful drive but you still and i would point this accusation at myself you still have this erratic f- drive that just goes fucking that just goes somewhere else every now and again yeah. it comes out and it's like what's that why have you just brought that to the party why have you just brought the uh this crazy mad slice or a mad hook or like skittering it along the floor you need to get more consistent with your driving i reckon right? yeah that's fair that's 100 percent fair still very good but you know if you want to if you want to if you want to like see that kind of whoa you've got to be sticking it in the middle every time which you do a lot uh number two i said your short game so what, specifically what i mean by that is actually your putting i don't think is as bad as you think um number uh, the short game I mean, you're, you're up and down you need to get up and down more often yeah you need i think it's up. belief that i think it's belief that from 20 yards out of the green yeah. i can get up and down because and down. Yeah. for me it's always like oh get this in three i'm happy but I shouldn't no. be. It should be get it in two. And Up yeah, no, I get down. that. I feel but, that. So, and I think that will, and, and that will make a massive difference to your score. And then the third thing, which I said, was that you are better than you realise. So you are actually, you are like the shape of what you're doing with the ball and stuff like that. You are, you are there, but I don't think you quite realise that you are there yet. I think actually when you're playing properly, you are like a seven or eight handicapper, but you still think of yourself as a teenage, as a teenage, as a teenage but you, that, you still think of yourself as a teen handicapper and you're not. I think you're yeah. there. You just need the scores to prove it. Yeah, I think that's fair. There I you think go. you've got to remember with, with me as a golfer, I was, when I was a junior golfer, I was the youngest of a group of juniors in our golf club, right? So right. Interesting. they were, they were all far, far better than me. And I was always there. I was always the guy that was going to do radio. Yeah. And golf was just a thing on the side. Whereas for them, golf could have been their job. So in my mind, I'm still a shoddy golfer where I probably, probably, I should probably thought to talk to my therapist about this. This is great stuff. This is proper therapy now, mate. Come on. Mm. You're an, you're an adult now. You're an adult. You can, thanks Tom. You could do this, mate. I believe in you. I'm going to go and have a big, big cry with my Fosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, it'll make the Fosters taste a lot nicer. <laughs> Aussie pee. Aussie pee with northern <laughs> tears. It's absolutely delicious. 
delicious. I would I would struggle to dissect your game, Tom. I don't know what I would Interesting. say. Interesting. Well, I think I would offer up the well. I mean, I I could go and get a B and A, and you could do the same thing. Or do you not? Do you not feel like? I mean, to be and fair, I could do that. But I could fair, do that. I could do that. It's hard to criticize my game because it's so it's very very good. You know, it's really high end. <laughs> and I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Yeah, I think you should go for a beer, oh, and I okay. will do the same. I will. I will analyze. We're still recording. Are we, we're still recording. And, are we going to uh, do this now? This is going to happen now. Yeah. Or I mean, yeah, we, we can't go to as yet. It's still too early in the podcast. I'm going to go downstairs. You have got about two minutes to fill. Is that okay as a radio host? Can you do that? Oh god, I do that daily. <laughs> but you can't. Okay. You can't throw to Rita Aura afterwards. Okay, just to be clear. <laughs> god, that's a magic presenter, isn't it? Is that you what go. you guys that's play, Rita Aura? <laughs> Is One Direction on? <laughs> Cheers, Dad. That's exactly what I think. Uh, Go get a beer. Okay, bye. Tom Price's golf game. So I feel like you should be in the knowledge that he's a five handicapper, which if you listen to episode one, you would know. Um, what could Tom do better at? I think his chipping's quite poor. I think his chipping could be a lot better because I guess similar to me, it's that getting up and down. It's the ability to from round the green, put it within four yards. So you're always going to have a one put after that. I don't think he does that that much. Um, I would say he needs to get longer off the tee. I think that's going to be a big thing. I feel for a five handicapper, he's not that long. So more distance off the tee would be good. And then dropping it onto the green from 200 yards, I think would be helpful. Yeah, I'm quite happy that you said it. Hello. In hot. Headphones going on now. I can Hello. hear you again. I can hear you again. Mm. Oh my God. Okay. I actually, I'm actually quite proud with what I came up with. Okay. Can I just say something? We, we need to have a break because it's just, I live in a very big house. Oh God, you're loaded. <laughs> Hold on. Do you want me to do a whole tour of my flat? <laughs> it's starting. It's finished. I enjoyed it. It's a nice place. It's good. Uh, my old man lungs have not enjoyed the lungs. Uh, let's go to a um, let's go to a break, Tom, and then come back yeah. for the uh, thing. Hang on, before we do that, though, can I just do this? Ready, ready. Oh yes, please. What do you think it is based on the sound? Uh, can of you see? I think you are pale ale guy. I think you're brew dog guy. It's a brew dog IPA. <laughs> yeah, I knew it would be. Of course it is. You, you are that guy. You're brew dog guy. So I'm not that guy. I'm in, in, yeah. be interested to see if you have been uh, this incisive with my golf, Tom. Let's find out after the break. Stand by. Welcome back, everybody, to um, part two, episode two of golf is ruining my life. I've just basically gone through what I think are Tom's poor aspects of his game. Yeah. Tom, you're now going to guess. Okay. Um, can I just say temperament straight away, straight off the bat? Oh, uh, is that, is that no, Too no, general. I didn't say that. Okay, I fine, didn't good, say that, good. but but that is good. That is true. D- terrible, uh, uh, twitchy, angry temperament. That needs to be fixed, but I've got better, but still needs more work on it. Um, so I'm going to say, probably the same, similar to you, man, inconsistent driving. I'm going to say I, I can drive okay. the ball well, but then it can go badly wrong. I'm going to say um, uh, I, I'm, I don't hit a good long iron. And finally, I'm going to say 
I don't hit a good long putt. I, I, I will three putt a lot. Okay. Do you want to hear what I said? I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated. I don't think you're a million miles away with what you said. So okay. I said that for a five handicapper wanting to be lower single figures, yeah. I don't think you've got enough distance off the tee. Interesting. Because I play with a lot of single-figured guys, guys who are like ones, your twos, your fours. They go miles, and they are, miles. They are 50 to 100 yards further than me. Oh, so right? So and I think fair, me and you drive the ball the same distance. Yep, yep, true story, true story. So I, I think you need to be another 50 yards on from me to okay. take that step. So that's true. Okay, all right, fair, fair, yep, take that. Hit the ball harder. Long irons yes. from 200 yards. Your 250 to 200 yard range, Yeah. I think single-figured hand, I think like low single-figured scratch golfers yeah. are on it from that point. And this in, is really yes. niche, right? But yes. like hole three on our course. Oh yeah. You yeah. should never be anything other than on in two. It's yeah. a par four, yeah. but you're not. No, it's true. It's true. I never, cause I never get the length. I never get, it's, it's uphill as well. It's uphill. Yeah. And I always get a bogey. I hate this conversation. Yeah. And number three was just. I'm glad I've got a beer. Um, chipping around the green. Like I feel like you should be chip and in every, every time. time. Every time. Well, that's what, when I got my four over. <laughs> Oh, hello. What are we? 17 minutes in. Good work. Uh, right, listen, enough about us, Tom. Uh, we should talk about the Masters because that is coming up very soon. Um, it's such a great moment. That is gotta, that's got to be my favourite sporting moment of the year, the build-up to the Masters. Isn't that just the well, most perfect bit? Here's a question for you. If you were to win any major, which one would it be? Would it be the Masters? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, I am also would say the Masters, yeah. but n- most British people you talk to would say the Open. No, it's the Masters because it just it just is so. It was the first bit of golf I watched on the telly when I was very young. I remember just lying on the sofa, and I, I was probably about ten, and I didn't really understand the game, but I just remember looking at how beautiful it was, and just it all went in, and I just absorbed it all, and I started golf not long after that. So like, it just looks so amazing. It just looks I've so got picture postcard. So many Masters facts for you. Do you want to hear them? Hit me. So. The only golfer who is allowed to remove their green jacket from the Masters, from Augusta, uh, is the winner that year. Ev- Everyone else's what? green jacket is kept at Augusta. So that's why Matsuyama was seen at the airport with his green jacket next to him last year when he won. Yep. And he would have been the only person allowed to do that. Yep, no one else is allowed oh. to leave with them. You can only leave with yours the year that you win. The rest will be kept on site. That's a great okay. fact. That's a great fact. Okay, love that. Thank Do you me. want another one? Mm-hmm. So there's a special um, locker room for previous Masters winners. Oh. And previous winners share their lockers. Oh, wow. So you don't get your own locker. You have to share. Oh, wow. So you rock up and you're like, like, like it's Jack Nicholas's locker or, 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 yeah. or, or Jordan It'd Spieth. be like Ty tiger and faldo together oh that's beautiful you have to share and your you share share your own little space what happens if you know you turn up and you're like oh tiger why have you got fit have you got a tuna sandwich in there mate what are you doing <laughs> you've left a banana in here oh, it's full disgusting. of flies you dirty man disgusting that's a great fact that's a great fact i've got some masters facts as well do you want to hear some masters hit me um, yeah you hit me so the most leads or co-leads after one of the first three rounds at augusta followed by wins, right? So, for example, 
on 14 occasions, Arnold Palmer had a lead or co-lead after one of the first three rounds at Augusta, and he then went on to win four times. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want to be leading in the first two days. You want to be, yeah, right, exactly. You want to be there or thereabouts. But it gets interesting, right? So Jack Nicholas, a lead or co-lead at some point in the first three days, 13, and he won six. That's a high conversion rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rarely, basically what you're saying is if you're leading, if you're the lead going into Friday night or Saturday night, yeah. odds are you've got it. I wouldn't say odds are, but there's a there's a high conversion rate if you're Jack Nicholas or Arnold Palmer, but then it drops off a cliff for the other players until one guy comes along. So let me give you another example, right? Justin yeah. Rose, seven times he has had the lead or a co-lead after one of the first three rounds at Augusta, right? So he's been there or thereabouts after one of the first three rounds on seven times. How many times has Justin Rose won it? Obviously, zero. Never, yeah. Tiger Woods, ready? Yeah. Five occasions he has had I mean, famously, he's never come, he's only come from behind once at the Masters. Tiger Woods has, on five occasions, had a lead or a co-lead after one of the first three rounds at Augusta. And on on, on five occasions... Every single one of those occasions, he's gone on to win it. I love it. That's such a good fact. Isn't that a great fact? Isn't that a great fact? He won't fact? be there. He won't be there this year. He's not going to be there. No, no, he's not. He's not ready yet, is he? I mean, he's, he's swinging a club and he's hitting balls, but he's not at the Masters. So do you want my Tiger Woods facts for you? Always, always. God, I mean, just give them to me now. Give them to me, Tom. So after a lot of listening and reading and speaking to people in the golf industry about Tiger, this is where Tiger's at right now in the end of march 2022 mm-hmm. so his injury in the car basically almost severed his leg so he almost lost the bottom of his leg Jesus. right it was so, it was a it was a what's it called fracture when you can see crash. bits of yeah i mean it was bits of bones yeah, 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 pointing yeah. out fracture it was horrific yeah, yeah yeah it was really bad so he can now swing a club again and that part of his game is coming back he really struggles with hills so it's the oh. what's holding him back from playing is the simple fact of walking around a golf course oh wow it's the up and down. Oh my god! And that's what you—you'll never notice this on TV. But Augusta is an incredibly hilly golf club. Right. It's got massive elevations and drop-offs, and you, it, the TV never shows this. No. But it is a very up and down golf course, especially oh. off the tee. A lot of it drops away. I want to so, see that. I want to. Why can't I have a 3D golf TV? You I want, want that, right? That. I want. I want to sit. I want to watch golf with a with a virtual reality headset on. That's what I want. It'll come. That yeah. won't be long. No. But, but, and the reason I tell you this mm-hmm. is yep. coming up this year yep. is an infamously flat golf course on the major run. Uh, St. Andrews. Yes. Flat 150. Pancake. St. Andrews is bar the undulations of the little up and downs. Yeah. It's not hilly. It's pretty, it's pretty flat. And I feel like if anything is going to bring Tiger back, interesting. It's 150. It's St. Andrews. Yeah. It's the open. It's huge. I just think if there's anything that's going to drag him back to yeah. play, just with the pure fact of he needs to not be walking up and down. Yeah. I think, I think the, uh, I think the open could be it. Wow. But he won't be there for the Masters. He's not going to make it to the Masters. So who is going to be there and who do you fancy? Or, or more to the point, who are you enjoying watching? Who, who are you looking oh. forward to seeing? So many, so many. Can I just, All the- can I just yeah, open the on. batting? I just want to open the batting with Zalatoris. I absolutely love him. 
I love him. Will Zalatoris. Love Will Zalatoris. He's just, he's got a great swing. He's got this sort of, he looks so uh, bony and angular. And yet the way his hips move with those, those arms, the whole thing fits together beautifully. He's the caddy from Happy Gilmore. He is the caddy from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yes, I know. He's the, he know, the same look, the same thing. <laughs> um, so for me, all the players that I naturally would lean towards and go, they're going to win mm. are are slapping it about at the moment. So Rom. I would have Rom's loved, having a shocker, isn't he? Yeah, Rom's having a nightmare. And like Rom would be a go-to for me. And I think he's still the bookie's favourite yeah. to do it. John Rom. And then also my favourite, and again, a bookie's favourite, would be Colin Morikawa. And he's also slapping it about. Yeah, that's interesting. But a, yes. Masters fact for you, number three from me. Mm-hmm. It really favours players who are in the top 50 i don't th- this might i'm not 100 sure on this but i don't think any player has ever won the masters who isn't in the top 50 so it's household names no one's ever won on their first year round mm. Mm. tiger came close didn't he 97 or maybe he didn't maybe i don't know i don't know enough facts i shouldn't i shouldn't spout things that i know nothing about but he didn't. so it's gonna be a household name it's gonna okay all right well by household name you mean in a household that likes golf right <laughs> yeah, so. in a household with a Sky Sports package. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, interesting. So yeah, my my my, my two go tos, which would be Colin Morikawa or John Rahm, are not playing well at the moment. So seems unlikely. Hideki Matsuyama will he re- really retain the title? Oh, I doubt it. It's hard that, to again, the stats that. on that yeah. are really bad. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Scotty Scheffler. Who could Scotty Scheffler? I mean, what a year! I, it would be an unbelievable year for him. I know because he, yeah, he's already won, but um, I think he, I, he's just fantastic. He's just he's he's absolutely on fire. He's hitting the ball so well, and he'll be so full of confidence. And also, he'll go into the Masters thinking, "Well, I've already, st- I've, I've started the year all right. You know, I've already won, so why not? I've got nothing to lose." Almost. I think Cam Smith's doing the right thing at the moment. He's, a, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, of course. Of so course. Australian golfer. Uh, it's been on tour for a while, but still very young. Yeah. Um. His his mental game just seems so unbelievably strong. Like mm. when he was, uh, where, what did he win? Was it? It was the players. He won the players this year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cross, yeah. He was unshakable. Yeah. On the on the last eighteen, bar the uh, the the chip out of the uh, the rough that he put in the water. Yeah. That I was mean, mad. That, that was mad. yeah insane. Like his shot on the seventeenth on that par three. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, you see yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. On the, like last two holes sticks it within five yards. Like yeah. ballsy to say the least. Yeah, but how good was that hole in one? Uh, Lowry's hole in one on the seventeenth. That was the best oh, bit of sawgrass, sh- wasn't it? Stop the tournament, guys. Uh-huh. Give him a car. Done it, mate. Done it. <laughs> Look again. You know what? I Shane Lowry is another one that yeah. has been up and around for the last few. He was there. He was there at Sawgrass. He was there. I think at the Arnold Palmer on the final day, battling it out. He fell away in the end. Yeah, but. I would, I mean, I would just love it to be anyone British. It's been oh. so long since we've had a British winner. Who's gonna? Who's? Yeah, but come on. Who, who have we? Who have we got? Like a Casey scenario? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, Rory's not. I I'm, would. I, I'm sorry, Rory's not. Forget I, I, about Rory. I don't think it's gonna happen, guys. I'm sorry. No. No. Sorry. I would eat my right arm for it to be Tommy Fleetwood. I, he's so cool I was at the Open last year and it was one of the best it was the best day of my year right it was just fantastic it was just beautiful weather I was there on the Friday I don't know why people if you can choose a day to go to a, a major golf tournament I don't know why you go on the weekend 
because there's twice as many people and half as many golfers. So you're just going to yeah, half the golfers, isn't it? You're going to squidge in. So you go on a Friday, people are starting to make a move. There's still lots of space. You can go around, you can find a nice spot. It's really busy, but you can see a lot of golfers. And I loved it. It was a wonderful day. And I we sat on the the um one of their big hillocks next to a par three at uh uh at Saint uh, Saint George's. And we would just watch loads of golfers come through. Then Fleetwood comes along, stiffs it, missed the putt, which is really annoying. Uh, but then I was like, I want to watch Fleetwood. I don't know where it came from. I was like, no, we need. I was with my mate James. I was like, Jimbo, we need to. Oh, we need to follow Fleetwood, mate. We need to follow those locks. We need to follow those long, <laughs> flowing locks. There's some sort of. He's like a medieval knight who's put down his jousting device, and, and now he's golfing instead. And it, I just, he's just got the most. Uh, this magnetism about watching him play golf. I've got a massive man crush on him, Tom. You might be able to tell. Yeah, I fancy him. I would, I've been with my girlfriend three years, but I would open mouth kiss Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. You know where he's, you know where his British course is. Do you know this? We'll finish on this because I know we're running out of time, What's, but like, no. so you know where he trains in the UK, like where his practice rounds are. Muswell Hill. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you want to tell you? Go on. The JCB. Do you know? Do you know what the JCB no. is? You know. You know about. The- What's the JCB? You don't know what the JCB uh, is. I don't know what the JCB is, mate. No. no, I've got no golfing knowledge. Come on, hit me. Okay, that will be for episode three. I could do a whole episode on the JCB because it's just it's golf heaven. What? And what? No, you can't play because it's the most exclusive club in the UK to get into. And if you don't know what it's called, if you don't even know what it is, then there's no way you can play. It's like Fight Club. Oh, you, you got no chance, mate. I've got a blue tick on Instagram and DM them. Absolutely naff all back, baby. <laughs> Nothing. Oh my God. You know, things have got tough when even the blue tick is not leveraging 18 holes of golf for Tom Green. No, uh, what, hey, what does the JCB stand for? It's uh, right. So I'm not doing this now because we do. I want to do this properly. few things. Fine. Next episode, I'm going to be live in Portugal because I'm on a golf weekend. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Which is cool. We'll do a lot on the JCB. So the JCB is owned by the man who owns jcb the diggers right that's what i was going to say jcb in my head is just a yellow truck okay yeah so the man that owns jcb big golf fan he has built arguably the most exclusive golf course in the uk uh, about an hour south of manchester stoke-on-trent area okay um it's one of the most beautiful pristine golf courses Wow. In the UK, £15,000 a year for membership. <laughs> that doesn't get you unlimited golf. That gets you 100 rounds. Oh my God, you're joking. So there's a really good video. So the reason I mentioned this is Tommy Fleetwood. There's a great video of Rick Shields, YouTube golfer, taking on Tommy Fleetwood at the JCB. Right. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful golf course. Wow. But we'll do a full episode on it next oh week. Oh my God, that's beautiful. You're stitching head to next week. Uh, get in touch with the show. Uh, if you have got a secret golf club that no one else knows about. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, that's going to get nothing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to cut that out. Um, uh, all right. And uh, before we go, don't forget, you can get in touch with the show. We are Golf is Ruining My Life on Instagram, on Twitter. And you can yep. email us, thetoms, at golfersruiningmylife.com. Is that right? Oh, uh, is it .co.uk? Oh, it might be .co.uk. I think it, it might be com. It might be. You what, should have a look. What, what I'll do, I'll have a little cheeky look now. But um, what we should do as well, uh, Tom Green, we should have a little, um, what, uh, it's co.uk. Thetoms at golfersruiningmylife.co.uk. Um, Professional outfit, guys. There you go, guys. Uh, what we should do, please, uh, I want, we should think of a question for uh, the audience to to answer for us. We, we need some content for next week, right? You're going to be in Portugal. You're going to tell us about the JCB. And uh, we would like you to tell us what, Tom. What should we ask them? I want your best golf holiday stories. Oh, yes. Oh, that's great. 
Great. There you go. Great. Best golf holiday stories. In the meantime, I can't believe you're going to be in Portugal. I'm so jealous, first and foremost. I can't wait. I'm absolutely furious. Uh, first golf holiday of the year and first golf holiday of my life. Are you joking? No, I've never done this. Four I, days with the lads. I did it just before lockdown, my first golf holiday of my life. Let me tell you something, Tom. You need to put some time in your diary for when you come back for crying because it's over. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> I know. And it's straight back to where I, I land from Portugal at like 5pm yeah. on Sunday and it's straight back up to the northern base oh. for the radio show on Monday. Listen, I tell you what, your radio show is going to be a great listen because it's just going to be pure weeping in between Edward Shin and... <laughs> so after your best golfing holiday stories, please. Also, we're after your kind words as well. If you could jump on your podcast platform, it makes such a difference to us. Uh, if you do it, we really appreciate it. Just jo- a, Just a one word. As long as it's a positive word, uh, review. That'd be fantastic. Your nearest podcast reviewing platform, give us the five stars and a one-word review, if you please. Now, this could obviously be related to golf. Uh, these guys gave it a great shot. Uh, they were above par. Hang on, below par. What's what's good? Lovely birdies. Great shaft. Whatever it is, right? Nice balls. You know what I'm talking about. Um, golf, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what we're going to talk about more next week on the podcast. We'll have Tom in Portugal. We'll have me possibly not on a golf course, so I'll be stressed. Uh, and we'll have you lovely lot listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Lots of love. Bye now. Same time next week. I reckon. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.